0: Hi, I'm Allison, and welcome to Put Words Around It. This podcast is about giving shape to the invisible realities inside us, between us, and in the very fabric of living. Come with me. Let's see the unseen. Let's deep dive for the treasures of freedom, joy, and rest that are waiting in the shadows. Let's go. Hello, Melanie. Hi. (laughs) I love having you here. I'm so, um, I'm so excited to be having conversation with you today because you're one of my favorite people. And (laughs) I think it's, I think that every time, uh, every time you speak, there is just such um, a gentle and powerful presence that happens. There's always Mm -hmm. so much good stuff that comes out. And uh, I just love our conversations and I just can't wait to kind of have some conversation today about some of the yeah. stuff you do and some of the reasons that you love it and why you think everybody needs it. I'd love to hear some of that.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> so why don't you give just a little introduction into your particular niche and areas of specialty?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here too. And thank you for, I don't know, that sweetness. Oh, <laughs> uh, of those words. And I love that you use the word gentle because that's my word for 2024. Oh, perfect. So I know I'm really excited to kind of treat myself, I think, more with mm. that. Because I, I do. I think uh, that word's been thrown around a lot lately when it comes to me, like other people saying that about me. And I'm like, oh. Where is that for me, though? So anyway, wow. getting on a tangent already. I love that. I'm Melanie Hill. Thank you so much for having me here today. <laughs> I love our conversations as well, so so much. Every time I talk to Alice and I'm like, ah, uh, yes, Uh, I just love these conversations. They're so like life bringing, right? Just like uh, mm-hmm. joy. So, yeah. um, I love human design. Mm-hmm. That is my language. I speak. <laughs> um, Melanie is the human yeah. design queen. Yeah, I'm human design guide and coach. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I just love helping people really understand the language of them, how, Mm -hmm. what makes them tick, what makes them work and really get out of the box of conditioning, right. That they were put in and dig in, find what they want to do, their desires, their way to do stuff and let go of the rest so that they, they can, be joyful now, right? Really have that satisfying, amazing, pleasurable life now, not one day in the future that will never come. Right. So yeah,
0: that gets me excited. That's one of the things, um, about human design that was so intriguing to me and Mm -hmm. kind of took me off guard was how much it let me tap into like, Oh, that's, that's mm. what makes me tick. That's right. That makes sense. That's what brings me pleasure. That's where I find joy. This is what works for me. It's like, it's, I've always been a huge fan of any kind of personality quiz <laughs> because right. you always want to do them. You're like, tell me who I am. What, what is this about right. me? So I can like understand myself. And I feel like human design is that on like steroids. It's like so beyond, mm. it's got so much stuff in it. And there's always more to be learning about. How did you kind of find human design?
1: Um, well, I had kind of been hearing about it through the grapevine, I guess, for a while. But I was really scared of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh, that's, like, really weird and out there and woo. And, like, I can't even, I can't believe in that stuff. I can't look at that stuff. Like, oh, my gosh, so, so silly. Right? Hmm. Um, so I really resisted it for a while, even though I'm like you. I'm like, yes, like give me all the personality stuff. Tell me who I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, help. help me <laughs> unlock this, right? Yes. This this thing that I'm always hiding from myself, and yeah. give me permission to be me, please. And so, but there was this one video that I saw my human design mentor uh, do, and. It was basically all about the heart center and like, you have nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove. And the third time she said it, I was like, okay, I'm home. Right. Like the three clicks of Dorothy. Oh. I was like, oh, this, I have, I have to know about this because I knew I'd already looked at my graph at that point. And I was like, my heart center is open. And this is like my capital I issue. I feel like is I'm always trying to prove myself. How does she know this? <laughs> oh, wow. And so, yeah, I was, I was like sold and I, learned about my graph and my first call with her I was like oh this is it this is what I have to do this is like literally from that moment it was so amazing and I love too how it just combines so many different modalities into one it does and it, yeah it does like a, a lot of them astrology uh the I Ching right mm-hmm. Tree of life um quantum science all kinds of cool stuff yeah, it's kind
0: of like together. all wrapped up, all in one.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love, I love where things come together and converge and synergize and right. And I love too that it really is here to help you just create a language that works for you. In itself, too. I mean, this is how I teach it anyway. Is mm-hmm. it's not another box to put yourself in, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like some personality quizzes and stuff. It's like just here's just another box for you to fit into. Um, it really isn't like that. It helps you understand why you're in the box you're in and how to yeah. get out of it.
0: Yeah. I love how you say it's the language of you because mm-hmm. it's. I almost feel like it was like learning to read myself. Mm-hmm. And it was especially amazing to be coached by you in that. And to, mm-hmm. to have, like, every time I would have anything going on in my life, you'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's this, this, this. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense.
1: Right, it's like instant compassion and permission. <laughs> compassion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's so cool. What is some of the coolest stuff you've learned about yourself recently through oh, human recently?
1: Design? That's a or, big question.
0: Or uh. it doesn't have to be recently. Just like some of the things that kind of stand out that human design showed to you. You you talked about how the um the the nothing to prove thing really jumped out, which I totally mm. get that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And that feels like so long ago that I was working on that particular thing, but Mm. it really was the biggest thing for me was, and to me, like wanting to prove yourself really ultimately comes down to your values and are you living out your values? Are you trying to constantly prove to somebody else that you're successful at their values and their way, right? Which most of the time I feel like it starts with the parents or caregivers Uh We grew up with, they really valued these things, taught us to value them. And so we in turn decided we had to value them as well to survive, right. To be loved and accepted by them. And so, yeah, there was just this pattern I kept recreating with all the people in my life to try and prove that I was successful and valuable in this particular way. Um, and it was really really holding me back and creating just all this weird codependency and um yeah just constantly showing up in this way and i don't i mean you've been around people probably that are always trying to prove something mm-hmm. not super fun to be in a relationship with a person like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, right cuz it it's very uh, one sided and yeah i was i was just really set free by the idea that maybe I had nothing to prove. And I was like, whoa, what would that even be like? How can I even let that go? Is it even safe to let that go? Right? Because like, if I let go of trying to prove myself, then what's left? What do I want? What do I value? Like, whoa, right? Like,
0: it's almost go- like, it, it's almost makes your mind just break wide open. Because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, we've talked before how things cycle back around, right? Like it's always just layers that we're getting to deeper and deeper as we do this kind mm-hmm. of work within ourselves. And it's interesting that that you stated that particular thing right at the beginning here because I do feel like that's a constant battle for me, the feeling mm-hmm. of having to prove something. And I feel like it's it's not gone. It's just like- mm-hmm gets sneakier in the way it's layered. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, (laughs) I just, like, turn around sometimes and be like, what is going on? Why? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling all this striving for this thing that I don't care about? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's
1: interesting. And I do think it is, especially in the world of people with an open heart center, which, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't know what that means, that's okay. But... (laughs) There are nine centers in the human design graph and some of them you have consistent access to and some of them you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And if your heart center is one that's more inconsistent, you're just going to, you're going to struggle with this more in in the world, trying to prove something in a value system that's really not one you chose. Um, but you're here to value lots of things over your life and it's going to change and it's going to shift and, It's not been particularly safe, I would say, in our world to value something different Mm -hmm. from the people around you, right? There can be a lot of judgment. There can be a lot of uh, feeling cut off, too, from community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of the world, too, we're seeing a big shift in this area in general in people deciding, oh, I get to value what I want to value and I can find my tribe anywhere that has the same values, right? Online or you know, hey, when I even like let myself do that online, I usually find people locally too that share my values. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew they existed, right? And <laughs> there's a lot more choice now and um yeah, I love talking about values and how they're shifting and the way people are deciding to show up in their life and spend their money even mm. has a lot to do with what they value. And yeah. not just necessarily like, oh, well, this is like the thing I should get because this is what makes you successful. It's more like, well, who said that and why? And is this really what I want? Right. People are pausing mm-hmm. to really see that. But yeah, it, it does get sneakier. It might even get like more micro mm-hmm. in, in little things. Um, for sure. But I think that's just part of how the work evolves. It's like, okay now how how am i trying to prove myself in this one little way here right or like yeah. for me it always sneakily shows up in my parenting uh huh for sure right um mm-hmm. and yeah just how deep do these programs go but yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's so it's so fascinating to me to to dive into that and just keep going with it and let it be an adventure in itself of just the the finding and the recalibrating and the discovery of it. I mean, if not that, then what, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Like what you said, Mm -hmm. what do I think? What do I want? I was thinking the other day, it was so interesting. I was, um, I was asked by a coach, um, basically to look at the two different, two different ideas of where do I feel most valuable? And Mm -hmm. where do I feel like I'm uh fully enjoying and being satisfied in life? (laughs) And they were that'll show you right there. Real quick it showed me right there. I was like, what I really enjoy and what I like when I think about being so full and happy in life, I think about being around a group of people who are all really deep and just Mm -hmm. laughing and just enjoying ourselves. And it's so interesting how my mind likes to say the value isn't there. Like Mm. crazy, right? That's what we all want is to enjoy our life like that. yeah. And yet we've gotten so segmented in our mind by everything we've been told and conditioned. And it's so bizarre in a way to come to terms with that, to come face to face with, this is information I've just been told. Right. It's not actually anything that I crave or desire or want to chase after or see as a life that's beautiful and that I would, that I love living.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I love it. I love it that human design, it's, it. it's almost like it's the, gives you the doorway
1: mm-hmm.
0: to be able to say, to see things through different lights, like the permission, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's like a permission yeah. slip.
1: <laughs> yeah, the permission slip just to love what you love and like mm-hmm. have it be okay.
0: Mhm, because you were built that way.
1: Mhm, mhm. Oh, safety around that. Yeah,
0: it does. It does. I think that gave me. Um. It's almost like I needed something to stand on. If I'm like, well, mm-hmm. if I'm not any longer gonna believe, like a lot of these things that I kind of been conditioned to believe, Mm -hmm. how do I choose anything at all? And this Mm -hmm. was sort of a way of saying, look how it's already written inside of you. It's already, Mm -hmm. there's already like in your DNA, like some coding. And when you start to learn it and you start to say, oh, that does feel right. That does feel like me. Yes. Like one of the things that you've told me that has continued to be something that I reach for is just that I am a responder and it's my whole, Mm -hmm. my whole wiring is to respond. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. whenever I get really kind of like panicky or like striving feeling or, or any of those like pressured feeling, I'm like, why do I think I'm supposed to just be creating this thing? I need something to respond to. Where's Mm -hmm. my stuff to respond to? And then it's, and then it flows like easy as pie. Hmm that's good yeah you're a fun one your manifesting generators are the superheroes Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i think everybody's a superhero as long as they're really enjoying what they're doing right like true Mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing um i think we're all taught to be manifestors in a way like we should all initiate we should all have big power we should all just say what we want to do and go do it right like Oh my gosh. And then the rest of us feel like such frauds all the time trying to be that when most of the world isn't that. That's only 9% of the population is here to be that way.
0: Oh, really? It's only 9%? Only 9%, girl. That's (laughs) it, right? I have two manifestors in my house. Oh my
1: goodness. You're so lucky. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. But... You know, I think we always have that reaction though when we learn about all the types, for like we have envy, right, of certain ones. Mm-hmm. And I think too that just shows us where we feel valuable instead of really enjoy, right? Like mm-hmm. we think that's the value, right? What we're envious of, we think that's the value of being human when that's actually not your value, right? Mm-hmm. That's the value they're here to bring. Your value is in your fun and Mm. in being in response and in being lit up and in just being in flow. Like you said, like that, but because you what you were taught growing up was like, no, that's the fun you get to have after you're valuable. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. When that when that actually was like the value you bring, right? That's that's so hard to lean into that as being like a legit strategy for life right so learning to lean into that is everything and then you really do get to enjoy your life now
0: yeah and things click together
1: yeah and ways. then you see oh this is the value I bring
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah do you find that when you work with clients and maybe in your own life too like can you is it Is it so much fun to watch them start to like make those connection of, okay, so I hear what you're telling me. (laughs) This is, I'm supposed to be this value. Like this is what I've, I'm built with. I'm not trying to be someone else over here, interacting with Mm -hmm. the world or information this way over here. I'm going to try to start to interact with information in the world in the way that I have been designed. And as that starts to progress and they take it like step by step and get more Intimate with who they are and how they work. Is it so much fun to see like all the things start to click for them? Like, oh, this is working now, and this is working now, and Mm -hmm. oh, this is the way the trajectory of my life goes now. I didn't even know it could be so much so much fun. I think that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that's so cool because I know you specifically coach people um in the business world. I think you work with a bunch of different types of people, but you do work with people in their careers and stuff. Mm -hmm. What um Everybody has their own flavor that there's, Mm -hmm. that they, that they bring to that. And that's been so conditioned to us that business looks a certain way. It looks like this, it looks like Mm -hmm. this is how you do the work and this is how you make money and this is how you create things and all that. But when you start to play with the idea that maybe it gets to be this completely unique thing that just feels like, Ooh, yummy to me. Is it so wild that people, that everybody's like, how can that be? (laughs) Why haven't I known this?
1: Right. And it's, it is, it is the funnest part. And it usually comes in this big windfall. (laughs) This this, (laughs) is right. Like big moment. All of a sudden everything like clicks into place and they usually have a big freak out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like we all do when when things actually start working and it's like, oh, my God, but how did this happen? Right. It's like the brain wants to instantly strategize or, or figure it out. Oh, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like it's, it's one of the funnest moments in all of what I do. Absolutely. But then I feel like that's always when the real work begins mm. is in. OK, now that you see all this, how do you really internalize this? Mm-hmm. as being real, not just a fluke, not just a one-off, not just a, um, you know, the brain wants to say there's a million other reasons why this happened. This mm-hmm. is not sustainable. This isn't actually like real. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you really get to work on like all that stuff mm-hmm. and really solidifying in yourself? This is actually it. This is what I did. This is what I'm doing. This is this is the value. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's a beautiful moment. I love it. It's the best. It's uh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And it's an ongoing thing, right? It'll happen over and over and over and over and uh-huh. over again. Uh-huh. Um, like there's so many aha moments <laughs> along the way uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that really that's where the deeper work can happen. It's like, okay, how do I make this my new normal? Mm. my new strategy, my Mm -hmm. new inner knowing, of like, yeah, this is the value I bring. This is the place it happens for me.
0: It's like a different kind of effort. We're efforting towards the flow and the ease Mm -hmm. of like, this actually feels good. Mm -hmm. And and it's almost, it's a, a work in a way to stay in the space of trusting that. Or learning trust. to trust it more or learning to yeah. trust yourself more. I, th- I think trust is rampant through the whole thing, right? Like, cause we are really learning how we can trust how we've been designed so we can trust ourselves, And then we can trust in the universal support that we're all given. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is how you're made. This is how it can mm-hmm. work.
1: Which is why the brain instantly goes to like, okay, how do we, like, how do we figure out how this happened? Because right. it doesn't trust mm. that. It can happen again by you just being you, Mm -hmm. right? It wants the ten steps so it can recreate it, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's the thing, though, is like you think that's building the trust, but actually that's lack of trust, right? You have all the steps. There's no need to trust. You you have it all, right? There's nothing to lean out on faith with, (laughs) right?
0: That's Um, powerful there, (laughs) right?
1: It is. It's like if you have all the answers. There is no trust. There's just knowing there's certainty. that's that's not trust. And so, yeah, it's it's learning how to work with the different emotions and feelings that come up and the uh, discomfort we have around uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And because I think that's really what trust is is leaning into the uncertainty and being okay with the brain not having certainty um it doesn't mean you're not certain.
0: Yeah, can we right? can we explore that a little yeah. bit because this has always mm-hmm. been something that I loved talking about with you. Yeah. And I go to it a lot in my mind is just mm-hmm. the concept of certainty in general. Are are certain people designed to have more certainty? Yes. Or okay.
1: Well, kind of in a way. So, I just said a blanket yes, that's not true. <laughs> Certain people are designed to have the kind of certainty we've been taught to have, which is certainty of mind, Mm -hmm. right? It's like being really certain in what you believe, being really certain in your thoughts, right? Knowing this is the one way to do it. And like, you can recite all the steps, right? That's the defined mind Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. They're definitely here to be that way. And that's the way we've all been taught we should be. Mm -hmm. But most of the world has an undefined mind. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of the world running around here that's supposed to hold uncertainty, but we believe we're supposed to. I say we because I'm one of them. <laughs> we believe so. My <laughs> that we're supposed to be certain. So we're always pretending to be certain, and it feels horrible. <laughs> it does feel horrible. It feels horrible because we know we. It's like we know on an interject level we're being a fraud in those moments, right? Like, mm. and I say fraud, like, because not that you are a fraud, but like that imposter syndrome we feel comes mm-hmm. from places like that, where we know we're, we're here to actually be like, I don't know actually mm-hmm. I feel, or I like intuit it or this, like, how does this sound? How does it like, you know, we're here to like be in flow and in, in relationship, not to be certain of mind. Right. It's very different. Right. But the certainty that we're here to have is in who we're being in the moment. It's in what we feel mm-hmm. it's in, uh, our response that we want to give it's it's in so many other places other than having certainty of mind or certainty of thought or belief um Mm -hmm. or like someone being like how'd you do that and you can recite the very 10 steps you took to get there right like that's not (laughs) usually
0: (laughs) I I love this so much it makes me feel so seen
1: Right? Because it's like, you'd be like, I have no idea how I got here. I just know I would. And I got here and it's even better than I thought it would be. Right? Like, Uh that's actually how you're here to be. Right? Like, in the world. But because you can't explain how you did it. Mm. Right? The system that taught you, you should know exactly how you did it. And it's not even valuable if you don't. So not true. Right? will make you question everything and it'll freak you out and it'll make you not trust yourself. And so you learn that you can't trust those other feelings. You mm-hmm. have to trust in certainty, but you'll never have trust and certainty in your mind because you just will never, ever have that. Wow. You're here to hold uh, uncertainty of mind, which is really helpful by the way. Right. When you think about it, how many of us are pretending to be so certain in one thing and we're holding on for dear life. Right. And it's polarizing the world. Mm-hmm. And so many of us are here to hold nuance and all the sides and have this open mind about things. And, and then you can tap into like, well, how does that feel? Does that feel true right now? Mm -hmm. And if it does, maybe that is your truth right now, but it could feel different later with a different person or a different circumstance, right? Like how many times are we relating to people and we're not taking in the nuance that it means to be a person. Mm -hmm. We're not seeing a person in front of us, right? Mm -hmm. It's, yeah. We're, we're here to be relational. Yeah. Not that a person with a defined mind isn't, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of got off there a little bit, but
0: no, I yeah. love that. I love that. Cause I love to kind of explore just the way it looks different among us all. I think it gives a lot of, I think um. it, it puts a lot of words around things that are really hard to understand. Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm, And one mm -hmm. of the things that um, it's helped me with is like knowing the comparison of my chart versus my family's chart and my husband's chart and my kid's chart, just to kind of know these places of like, oh yeah, this is going to be how you structurally are going to work with information and interact Mm -hmm, with the world. mm -hmm. And the fact that I look like this over here, is how I was designed to be. And now all of a sudden there's room for both of us,
1: (laughs) right? But it's
0: really useful, especially when it comes to the defined mind thing, because that's always what kind of made me feel so othered. Not Mm -hmm. that anybody was, but I just felt so different Mm -hmm. in so much growing up because I was like, "I, I don't, I, there's, how can you say those things for sure? How you can know those things for sure? Mm-hmm. Like there's so there's like other dimensions here, like, you know, like, right? <laughs> like my mind could hold like so many dimensions at once. Mm-hmm. It almost made me crazy, <laughs> but yeah, it is so interesting to just see how we work with information compared to others, but then also how we give ourselves like all this room to breathe when we even say things like like some of us are not here to find certainty of the mind. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't, that doesn't mean that I can't find stability. It just means that that whole time when I was like having indications in my body of like, Mm -hmm. this feels weird or whatever, Mm -hmm. that that's something that is actually what I'm supposed to be looking at because Mm -hmm. it, it is the the solid ground to stand on. It just sounds different than here's your steps one through 10 that, that a certain mind would, bring. right
1: or just being like, yeah, this doesn't feel right, but I can't explain to you why.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Like I think sometimes too, we're taught you have to, you have to know what you believe. And so it doesn't leave any room to be like, but I don't know what I believe. Is that okay to not know what you believe? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Most of the time, I think we're taught the answer is No. Oh, yeah. You have to know what you believe, but what if you don't?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can you listen can you to that, hold that? And if you don't know what you believe in your mind, right, as far as like an idea is concerned or a belief, what what other indicators do you have? Mm-hmm. Have you been taught to listen to them, right? Mm-hmm. We all actually know something we all we all have a knowing all of us there and i love to talk about the three intelligences mm-hmm. and this is kind of new um ever since i learned the enneagram um i see this so clearly in human design Yeah, the three intelligences that we have which is mind mm-hmm. right like thoughts then there's doing like action taking and mm-hmm. then there's feeling mm-hmm. like literal feelings like emotions Right. We all have one that's very prominent, super easy for us to do. And then we all have uh, a couple that are really hard and one in particular that's really, really hard for us. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not one that you should have, but maybe like it was suppress or condition or whatever. Right. So it's kind of cool to know those Um, and know, too, that like. Right. When you think about intelligence or, or smarts or like being smart or having intelligence, what do you think of?
0: you think of being able to clearly <laughs> present any information all right yeah
1: think about book smarts right like verbal, yeah mm-hmm. totally right like people that know a lot of stuff people that you know can recite a lot of information right all mind stuff um right uh what are they called i can't remember what academics, right? Like academic yeah. people, <laughs> academics. <laughs> I always want to say like athletics. I'm like, that's the wrong word. There's my open mind, right? Like, What's the word? Where is it? Ah, okay, it's there. Um, right. But, but honestly, like, and I love looking at this with my kids too, because um, one of my kids, very, very brain smart, like, and, and he just loves talking about how smart he is all the time, but it's like, you know, and then there's my other one and he's, he always knows what he wants to do he's the action like that's his intelligence lies it's like he like always know what he wants to do next he always knows what to do it's like never even a thought and if you, you like ask him a question he's like I don't know I don't care like why are you asking me like to think I'm just doing right it's like that's the intelligence there and then there's some people it's like what do you mean what do I think like this is how I feel mm. right and so when you think about it like that as well, it's like we all have this amazing intelligence and this amazing certainty inside of us in some area. Mm. Which one were you taught to listen to? Right. And like, we all have certainty. It's just maybe not in the one place we've all been taught. You have to have it.
0: Oh, that's so valuable.
1: Mm -hmm. So valuable to know what that is for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's so valuable to see it as, um, as a separate thing, because honestly, like mine's a hundred percent feeling <laughs> like mm-hmm. I know certainty in my mm-hmm. feeling a- and mm-hmm. I've still got, I still kind of have this piece of me where, um, I feel like I have to translate that. Mm-hmm. Even this mm-hmm. podcast is called put words around it, <laughs> but it's not entirely for the, because I feel like I have to prove it, but more because I love, it's like, it's like when art projects lived inside of me, and I just wanted mm-hmm. to like give it physical. You want to express it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's that nuance, right? Of of mm-hmm. like, I may be used to act out of, I'm supposed to put my thoughts correctly in an ABC and and understandable mm-hmm. and explain it to people, people, mm-hmm. and I should be able to defend this, 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 and this, right? <laughs> 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 um, but. But now it's more like I kind of have to watch for the tendency to want to do that because I still mm-hmm. will get pulled in that direction. But but the way I'd really love to express my life is to pull all the, all these feelings out of the depths and and make them into like an an art piece that I get to express and share. Mm-hmm. Because once because something once once is outside of me, then there's connection that can be had over it. And connection's my favorite thing.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that is valuable. And that's why I love human design so much too is because it puts a language around energetics, mm-hmm. right? Because I think there's such value in getting the brain on board with the body because we we all do have this part of us that thinks in language mm-hmm. and we weren't taught to integrate the two, right? right? Our sensation in the body and then what we think, right? For a lot of reasons, not just because there was this heavy emphasis on intelligence it could be because of past trauma or whatever where we disassociate from the sensation in our body there's there's lots of reasons right why that happens but we have to have a language we have to have a way to mentally process something for us to kind of get back into it and i'm you know uh i think that is very valuable in a way mm-hmm. it's why I fell in love with human design too. A big reason was because of that, because like, oh, it's just like instantly can give you a new way to think about something that just completely obliterates the old block or the old thought or the thing that was like, oh, I just like can totally change my mind right now. And there's no drama. It just happens. It's like instant permission, instant way to just feel differently about a certain thing. And That's the power about putting words around it. Mm -hmm. It really, that's the power of that. That can be so helpful, right? And there's a million other ways to do this work, to express yourself, to get into that. You don't need words necessarily, Mm -hmm. but this is a podcast where we talk, right? So I think that's a great name. (laughs) Like, I love that. I think that's perfect. Yeah, I love
0: that. I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, you have been such a critical role in my ability to even put words around my whole inner world mm. and the things that I was experiencing and your work in particular with human design is so it's like art <laughs> mm, it's thank so, you it's so, I love that <laughs> it's so beautiful it's so like it's it's just it's 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 soft but it's also like bold it's soft Mm -hmm. and bold and and you've got all the different kinds of brush strokes like you are really helping people to to understand like to pull out the art that's in them and to put form Mm -hmm. around it and shape around it and it's really cool work that you do
1: thank you yeah. Cause we need that form and shape, right. Mm-hmm. To express it in the world. Yeah. That's the whole point. Right. Is like, how do we share what's inside yeah. with others? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you, I always like to ask people, if you wish that everybody in the world could understand one idea or one concept or know one piece of information, And you feel like that would just change the world. What do you think that would be for you?
1: Who you are is the most valuable contribution you can ever give the world. Mm, That's who you are is the value. It's not, and who you're being and what you want to express, it's not necessarily always just what you can do, or like you said earlier, where you think you're the most valuable, mm-hmm. your value really is in what you feel excited by what you want mm-hmm. and, and who you want to be and what you want to express. Mm-hmm. That That's is beautiful. the best contribution you can to the world is being you.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love that. Is there anything that um, we can put in the show notes for people to come find you or follow you? Do you have any freebies you're currently giving away or do you want me to just put your social media handles in there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can find me on Instagram at Melanie Hill coaching. Um, I currently have a community space with all my free, uh, I would say like courses on there as well. So they can find that um and join and there's so many different like master classes and things. I have a quiz you can take that helps you understand your strategy a lot better. There's so much stuff. I have a podcast. <laughs> there like <laughs> you do you tell, a lot imagine you do have a there too. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah people want to learn their design deeper. I I do the six week human design deep dive and I offer a couple other things. So yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to point everybody to you. Uh, learning human design is Thank like you. one of the most amazing things that you can do to learn yourself mm-hmm. and to, uh, to be guided in a direction that feels like, oh, this is my life. That's, it's one of the most useful things that I have ever found.
1: Yeah. oh, so, glad.
0: so, so happy to have you on here, giving us just a little bit of a insight into what that looks like and a little bit mm-hmm. of what you do. And I really appreciate you.
1: Yeah. Same to you. Thanks for having me.
0: I hope you got some good stuff out of that. If you like it, please share it with someone, you know, needs to hear it. And if you post about it on Instagram, you can tag me at AllisonjoyCoaching joy coaching because I always love reposting. And if you're ready to start navigating your inner world and finally make sense of your everyday realities, go get the course I built as the ultimate mapping system to beginning mindset work in the most powerfully gentle way go to the sensitive souls guide.com and use the coupon code podcast for a bigger subscriber
1: discount. I love you so much. Talk soon.